Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. This is great. I am your host, Curtis, and we have a great interview today. We have Claire McNorton of PPIA, as I've been calling it, that's Planned Parenthood Illinois Action. And we're here to discuss uh, many things and one of their upcoming initiatives. All right. So um, I just mentioned your name, but uh, please, Claire, give us a little intro about yourself. Yeah, so um, as you said, my name is Claire McNorton. I use she, her pronouns. Um, a quick visual description of myself. Um, I'm a white woman in my mid-20s. I have shoulder length, dark hair, and I'm wearing a pink button-up. Um, I started at Planned Parenthood uh, just under two years ago. Um, so I started at the beginning of the pandemic, um, and it has been very interesting as a community organizer, as someone who's trained in community organizing to be doing this work and to shift to sort of a virtual format. Um, but it's been it's been an exciting journey so far, and I've um, loved every minute working here. Nice. Um, now you just mentioned how long that you how long you've been there. Yes. Um, what is your educational background? So I um, am a proud graduate of Loyola Chicago. I studied political science and international studies. Um, and you know, some people might find this ironic, but I do feel that my Jesuit background is what led me into social justice work. Um, the education there is very focused around, you know, your education serving the greater good. And um, I think that that led me into this sort of work. But ultimately, I think that the education and the experience that is most pertinent to this and most pertinent to my work is my experience um, as someone with a disability myself. All right. Thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. uh, now, we noticed that PPIA, as I've called it, or Planned Parenthood Illinois Action, uh, it appears that it focuses on Illinois specifically. How do its activities differ from the national organization? So that's a really great question. I'm glad that you asked it because there is often confusion around how um, state organizations fit into the larger Planned Parenthood. So we are sort of a subset, an affiliate of um, Planned Parenthood, the Federation, the national sort of chapter, if you will. Um, and so it's cool because while we are a part of Greater Planned Parenthood, we have autonomy as well to do our own programs like the Disability Advocacy Program. Um, we're focused a lot on, and we do sort of the um, political and advocacy side of it as well. And we're really focused on making sure that the constituency groups that we serve, so all of our patients' um, rights and needs are advocated for um, in Springfield. So not only do we have this new uh, disability advocacy and organizing program, but we also have RAIS, which is our Latinx organizing program, a Black organizing program, um, otherwise known as BOP, and a Young Professionals organizing program, which is new as well. 
Um, so not only are we focused on um, reproductive health care, which obviously affects our patients as Planned Parenthood, we're also focused on things such as economic justice, you know, healthcare reform in general, um, as well as immigration reform. So it's really exciting to be a part of an organization that's sort of looking at um, healthcare in a really holistic sense. Great. I'm familiar with RAIS as a matter of Yeah, RAIS is a great program. Yep. Okay. Um, so Thursday the 23rd is a big day. Tell our listeners what's happening on that day. So on Thursday, September 23rd at 6.30, um, we'll be hosting a panel discussion called My Disability, My Choice. Um, this is sort of the official launch of the Disability Advocacy and Organizing Program. It's going to feature um, four panelists. So we will have Senator Tammy Duckworth, which I'm especially excited about, um, Amber Smock of Access Living, Kiedra Cheney of National Network of Abortion Funds, as well as Michelle Johnson, who is an author and endometriosis advocate. This event is going to be virtual, so it'll be over Zoom. It'll have, a, it'll have live closed captions, as well as an ASL interpreter, um, and it'll be free and open to the public. Um, and yeah, you can um, register for the event at our Facebook page, which is PPIA Action, um, for full information to register. Like I said, it's going to be a really great conversation. The panelists are going to be addressing um, the intersection of disability and reproductive health um, and sort of where those movements, where those movements really join. And one of the, the big um places sorry i have a very talkative cat <laughs> i was about to say like okay <laughs> <laughs> he's very, he has a lot to say um and i can't find a place where i could like put him away. <laughs> um, so anyway going to be addressing um the intersections of disability and reproductive health one of those big intersections being bodily autonomy um and the right to make healthcare decisions for yourself so I'm really looking forward to what our panelists have to say. They're all experts in the issue um, in various ways. And I think that the four of them are going to have a really awesome discussion. And I can't wait to be a part of it. Looking forward to it. Now, for the listeners and those interested, we did share the link. We shared the flyer for the event as well. I would encourage those to uh, take part and sign up for that. Shout out to Tammy Duckworth. She's a great person. Great person. Yes. Haven't met her, but I'm familiar with her story as a veteran. Yes. I'm excited to meet her. It'll be my first time meeting her. So I'm, um, I'm very excited about that. The other three I have met and they're all fantastic, but Senator Tammy Duckworth, I am looking forward to um, being introduced to. Awesome. Okay. Um, so what's the history of the struggle of for reproductive rights in Illinois and to a larger extent nationwide? Is it more than simply Roe v. Wade issues? So I will, I'll address the Illinois part of the question first, because I think then it'll, it'll flow into the larger national discussion. So here in Illinois, we're really fortunate to live in what we call a safety state. So effectively what a safety state is, is that means that we have really progressive laws when it comes to abortion. And that's because in 2019, um, the Reproductive Health Act, or better known as the RHA, was signed into law by Governor Pritzker. 
And that um, fixed and took off the books, um, Illinois' outdated abortion laws, so that state, the state treats abortion care um, like all health care, as it should be. So it's not a criminal activity. And it actually declares abortion to be a fundamental right, and it protects um, access to the full range of reproductive health care. Therefore, in the event um, that Roe v. Wade is overturned, Illinois will still have um, protections when it comes to abortion, and abortion will still be treated um, as health care, um, which is not the same as in other states. Um, so, for example, as we're seeing in Texas, they placed an abortion, um, they placed an abortion ban. So that went into effect on September 1st. Um, and this is a pretty convoluted law, but I'll, I'll do my best. So pregnant people in Texas um, are now really facing a daunting dilemma because abortion has been banned effectively after six weeks. Most people don't even know that they're pregnant um, at six weeks. So it's effectively just a broad ban on abortion. Um, so when folks become pregnant and wish to seek an abortion, they either have to travel to another state like Illinois or carry that pregnancy to term. And this really impacts patients who already face a lot of barriers to um, accessing abortion and to healthcare in general. Um, so in terms of my work, this definitely affects folks with disabilities. For example, if you have a mobility disability or you depend on someone else to get you around and that person um, does, does not approve of abortion, that's going to be a massive barrier in traveling out of state. Um, disabled people are also much more likely to live below the poverty line. So all of these things are just going to create more barriers for disabled people if they need to access an abortion. It's also going to um, have a heavy impact on Black and Latinx folks, as well as low-income individuals and people living in rural areas. Um, and I think that the most sort of heinous, and I'm going to go ahead and use that word, part of this law is the fact that it really should be called sue thy neighbor. Because if you're literally, if your neighbor, your parent, your abusive spouse finds out that you've had an abortion, they can sue you for $10,000. And for each person that sort of turns you in, I would say, um, you can be sued for $10,000 each and every time. And for these, for economically disadvantaged folks, that's just, um, you know, it's cruel. Um, so two days, and because of this law, it's, it's just such a barrier. And so because of this law, we're already seeing patients in Illinois from Texas. We saw two the first day it went into effect, and we've seen a steady stream since then. Um, and Texas is obviously an extreme example, but there are states um, near us with abortion bans on the books that if Roe falls, it could be a similar situation. So Wisconsin, Missouri, um, Ohio, if um, Roe v. Wade is overturned, um, people will be coming to Illinois to seek abortion services. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just, so this is definitely a, um, 
intense time for abortion rights in this country. And it is more complicated than Roe v. Wade. Right. Thank you for explaining that and giving us a better perspective. Yes, I know it was a long-winded description, but I want to give um, folks a, a, a well-rounded idea of what's happening. Absolutely. Okay, when I hear disability rights, it seems to me to be something that a great country like the United States would already be protecting. Has that <laughs> not been the case? Um, so I think that's a complicated question. I would say really sadly, no. Um, so we are protected by the ADA um, and that's fantastic. That was a long fight to get that um, the law American enacted. Disabilities American Act. Disabilities Act, yes. And that act, um, protects us from, you know, being fired for having a disability, employment discrimination, housing discrimination, um, as well as it um, mandates that public buildings um, be accessible. However, um, I think that there's more to having rights than just being able to enter a building um, and being able to not be fired from a job. Um, that seems like the bare minimum to me. Right. Um, so I think that at Planned Parenthood, since our expertise is in reproductive health, what we can sort of bring to the table is having that conversation about reproductive rights um, in tandem with disability rights. And the Disability Advocacy Program at Planned Parenthood Illinois Action um, is the first of its kind at any Planned Parenthood, which is very exciting. Um, and we're really looking to have that conversation with disability rights advocates, find folks who are already doing the work um, and listen to them and um, strengthen, like I said, strengthen our relationship with those organizations. Um, because, you know, we believe that everyone has a right to their own body, um, regardless of your disability status. So it fits very well into our values and continuing the great work that the disability rights movement is already doing and building upon um, the ADA. All right. Uh, so I think that you answered the question about what PP is doing at the local level. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I think I'll just, I'll ask one of the other questions I have for you. Uh, what do you love most about what you do? I, well, one, I love being out in the community. I love being able to talk to people. I love being able to talk about what I'm passionate about. And I love to be in community with other disabled people um, and work towards a common goal. Um, in terms of, I also love working at Planned Parenthood. I work on the public policy team and my team gets along great. I love my managers. Um, I'm so lucky to have them. They've given me um, so much, so many opportunities to be creative. And I love nothing more than to be creative. And the entire affiliate um, has supported me every step in the way in developing this disability um, rights program. It was, you know, it was my idea. I wanted to do it, but I absolutely, we would not be at this point without, you know, our marketing team, um, our VPs. Um, I've been um, so supportive and I'm so lucky. So uh, that's what I love about Planned Parenthood and about being an organizer. Good. All right. And, uh, and, and again, in respect to uh, Thursdays, panelists one more time for folks we had tammy duckworth 
and uh, Mrs. Smock, and who are the others? So we have Keidra Cheney and Michelle Johnson. Keidra Cheney, and what's their respective stories? So Senator Tammy Duckworth is a U.S. Senator, one of U.S. Senators from Illinois. She is an Iraqi war veteran, and um, in while serving, she did um, lose both of her legs. She has been a reproductive rights champion for us as well. Um, and I, like I said, I'm really looking forward to meeting her. I'm looking forward to hearing her discuss the policy side of things and what's going on um, in Congress in terms of both disability rights and reproductive health care. Are those conversations happening in Congress? Um, really looking forward to hearing about that from her. Um, Amber Smock um, is the head of advocacy at Access Living. Um, and I love Amber. She is so passionate about what she does. And Access Living is actually the organization that really pushed for the ADA to be passed. Okay. Um, and you can tell that she is carrying that torch. Um, so I'm, she's an expert on this um, and I'm looking forward to her remarks. Kiedra is works for National Network of Abortion Funds. And so she, um, in a similar capacity, in a similar mm, sort of parallel to me, she realized that there was a gap at National Network of Abortion Funds when it came to discussing accessibility. So she said, you know what, I would like to be, I would like to have a position where I um, address accessibility needs um, for abortion funds. And that is what she is doing. And she is also starting these really important conversations there. Um, so excited to have her on, of course. And Michelle Johnson is an endometriosis advocate and author. Um, so when she was diagnosed with endometriosis, um, which is a, um, a painful condition, she was no longer able to work, um, but took that time to really educate herself on her condition and become an advocate for others. When you have a disability, you have no choice but to be your own advocate. Um, sometimes doctors don't listen to you. Sometimes doctors don't believe you. And so Michelle has written this book to help others learn how to do that because it's not intuitive navigating the healthcare system when you have a disability, especially chronic pain. Um, so yeah, I think it's a really well-rounded group of panelists and um, I'll be moderating and I, I cannot wait to um, speak with them all. Good, all right. Um, so what role do legislators play in our communities in regards to helping the activities of Planned Parenthood? Legislators, we always say legislators are champions. Um, we could not do what we do without our legislators. Um, Representative Bill Foster just had a um, press conference at our Aurora Health Center, and he was joined by Representative Underwood and Representative Krista Murphy, and as well as J.B. Pritzker. And I was um, fortunate enough to be at that press conference and hearing those people so genuinely discuss these issues was inspiring and made me so happy to be doing the work that I'm doing and made me also feel um, 
seen and comfortable knowing that I'm not alone in this and that there are people in Springfield fighting for me. And we are so lucky to have legislators on our side that are good legislators. They do what they're supposed to do. They represent their constituents. And um, I'm very proud to work with them. And I know that they're gonna keep um, fighting for us and that we're gonna keep working with them. Yeah, I saw that. I, I'm, I'm on the mail list. I saw you're that on the mail list? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a good press conference. Um, it, was, it was very passionate. I would say more, pa more passionate than a lot of press conferences I've seen. I thought that everyone's remarks were um, wonderful and it definitely got me fired up. So I hope that it got um, others fired up as well. We had the uh, pleasure of interviewing Congressman Bill Foster for our listeners and our viewers. They could check that out on our Facebook, YouTube, and Spotify. He's a great guy. Great he is, guy. for sure. Okay, um, I think you kind of answered in a way the next question. I just want to go over it for posterity, though, <laughs> uh, because it is, it is a little bit more of an opinion-based question. Um, are reproductive and disability rights under threat in America? You told us what's happening, but are they under threat? Oh. What was that? Sorry, you cut out for just a second. I did, uh, are they under threat? Um, yes. Re <laughs> Short answer, yes. Reproductive, um, <clears throat> reproductive rights and reproductive health is definitely under attack. What we've seen... Um, done in Texas is um, concerning to say the least. Um, and like I said, we're very lucky to live in Illinois, which is a safety state and we will continue um, to be a safety state um, if in the event, and we hope it doesn't happen in the event that other states um, lose their reproductive rights, um, Illinois will, will still be here. Um, in terms of disability rights, I'm not sure if attack is the word that I would use. However, I will say that um, disabled folks' rights have sort of been um, systematically ignored um, time and time again. And um, that's part of the reason that I started this program. I want to bring disability rights into the forefront of the conversation um, and work with folks that are doing that work. I want to be a part of it and I want Planned Parenthood to be a part of it as well. Uh, I hope a, that answers the question. <laughs> I hope that, that answers was a good answer. <laughs> Thank um, all right. How can our listeners help or get involved? Okay. So there's many ways. One, always the social media, right? So you can like and follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I have the handles written down because they're um, a little complicated for me. So for Facebook and Twitter, it's PPI Action. So it's like PPIA and Action Sharon A. Okay. Um, and then our Instagram is PP Illinois Action. Um, so that's the way you can, this way you can stay um, up to date with other events that we're having. Um, and we post news articles, um, things from our partners, all sorts of things. Um, and then you can also, if you want to be a little bit more active, which I always encourage, um, you can sign up to volunteer with us at ppiaction.org. So same thing, PPI Action, PPIA Action, and they share an A. 
Um, and I said dot org. And then um, number one for me, which you can do so, so soon is attend the My Disability, My Choice event on Thursday, September 23rd, free and open to the public. Uh, it's virtual. You don't even have to leave your house at 630. And like I said, it's going to include closed captioning as well as an ASL interpreter. Um, just got to register in advance, which you can do through our Facebook page. Okay. Awesome stuff. All right. Um, so the show ends on a positive note. Love that. <laughs> that's that's the that's baked in the cake of every show. Baked in the cake. All right. That's Love how that. We roll. <laughs> um, what is your message to the people of Aurora and the great state of Illinois today? So in, I'm actually not an Illinois native. I'm from Michigan. And I have been so blown away by how passionate the people of Illinois are. Um, when something happens, the people of Illinois are there sometimes before I even know that it's happening. Um, and on October 2nd, we are holding protests across the state to defend abortion access. We're working on that right now and just seeing people come together and unify for a common cause is absolutely amazing. And Illinois definitely has, not that Michigan isn't great, I love my home state, um, Illinois definitely has a unique flavor and they're organizing it and doing so. Um, so yeah, just know that we have that passion. We can get done anything that we want to do. Um, and we're only going to expand our rights. Our rights aren't being dialed back. Our rights are being expanded upon. Any antiquated law, we're working on getting it off the books, and we're working to get things, um, new things done and push forward, um, and that's a great thing to be a part of and a great place to live in where you know your rights are being expanded. We don't have to worry about our rights being dialed back, um, and this program, I'm happy to be a part of it because I view it as sort of a cog in the wheel of progress um, towards equity and healthcare um, for everyone, regardless of um, disability status. All right, very well said, very well said. That was a uh, mic drop. We don't got a mic yet, but <laughs> that was good. All right. Well, we appreciate your time very much, Claire. Thank you very much for uh, taking the time to sit down with us and let us know about PPIA and all the activities that you guys have um, going on and coming up. And again, uh, could you shout out the website one more time for folks so they can? Yes, I can. So it's ppiaction.org. Right. Um, and you can stay up to date with us there, sign up to volunteer, um, everything you could want Planned Parenthood Illinois action wise is on that website and thank you so much Curtis and um, all the work for listening not a problem we appreciate this you guys get involved and uh, stay tuned for everything that our friends of Planned Parenthood have coming thanks for uh, thanks so much for doing this and we hope that you guys have a great rest of the day today thank you so much yep